Well, if you're watching or listening to this on YouTube, uh, your eyes do not deceive you. Yes, you're seeing a video for the first time and not just audio with our logo splashed upon it. And there is a reason for that, and I'll get into that shortly here. But I wanted to say that this might be something that we do a little more often on the Monday episode stuff. We, I'll see. No guarantees at this point. This is an experiment of sorts, and we'll see what happens. Now, that being said, the reason I want to use this setup today was because I wanted to show an article on screen. And before I get to the article, I want to point out a couple quick things. One, I know this person indirectly. I interacted with them uh, online through social media. I have not met them in person. And I am not attributing any, any malcontent towards them. I know people who have met this person in person and they really like them. And you know what? I'm going to give them all the benefit of the doubt. I think honestly where this is coming from is, well, you know what? Let, let's get there in a second here. How about that? So I'm, I'm just starting it out with that to say I have no ill will or anything like that towards this person. And I think that they are, will be receptive to talking about this further so let's go ahead and pull up this article here it's over on medium.com it's by a guy named joseph reed and the article was called owning racism and he starts off with a premise that well i don't agree with immediately right off the bat but he says that one thing he almost never hears is people owning it it being racism now, he talks on down the list about how fingers get pointed every which way and people say racism is a thing in the past, blah, 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 blah. And then he goes on to use his example of what he sees as himself as suffering from racism. So how he sees racism for himself here is he uses this boxing example that he was watching a boxing match while working out of a white guy versus a black guy. And he says, I want, I really want the white guy to win. Then I asked myself, why? I was on the bike for a few miles, so I had some time to think about it. Then it hit me, because he looks like me. In other words, what he's doing is he's saying, because I'm white and the guy's white, I want the white guy to win. There's some psychological things behind that and where people say, yeah, that, that's true. It's called an unintended bias. I wouldn't call that racism, personally. Now, you may look at me and, well, you may go, well, he's almost as white as the wall behind him. And, well, that's true. I mean, it's Wisconsin. I don't get any sun. Come on. It's a middle winter, Wisconsin. There's hardly any sunlight. So even my half Mexican genes are having trouble keeping me a little bit darker than the average person here. Now, if I was full Mexican, meh, I might have a little bit better luck, but my half Mexican genes are struggling. However, you throw me out in the middle of a snowfield without a coat on, you'll still be able to see me way easier than the native Wisconsinites. Just saying. Not a thing. You know, it, it, it's just what it is. I have a little more melanin in my skin. So what? Okay. So anyways, he goes on and he's, you know, he, he talks about how, you know, this is, uh, this is racism. This is an example of racism because he wants a white guy to win. And he said, it's, it's ingrained in me deep, deep inside. Again, psychology and that says, 
maybe a little bit. You know, you want someone who looks like you to be on top because it makes you be the one on top. Now, is that necessarily racism? No. Racism, and he actually goes on <laughs> the next side, uh, on the next paragraph, to say what a decent explanation of racism. Prejudice, discrimination, or antagonism directed towards someone of a different race based on one's belief that one's own race is superior. And then he extrapolates that and says, oh, so this applies to the boxing example because I want the white guy to be superior, therefore it's racist. He wasn't wanting the white guy to be superior. He just wanted the white guy, okay, to win in a contest. In a contest between two people, there's going to be a loser and a winner. Race has nothing to do with it. Sorry. Th that's, that's not a thing. It's not you enter the ring and uh, immediately... Oh, you are Hispanic. You get 10 more points towards your thing. That's not how it is. And that's not how it should be. In a competition, a head-to-head -head competition, in this case, a boxing match, guess what? It's, it's a thing of skill. You can like a Hispanic boxer, a black boxer, a white boxer, an Asian boxer, a midget boxer, if there was one, an Irish boxer. Go for it. Doesn't matter. Okay. And he goes on, it may or may not seem logical that you want people to that look like you to succeed. And then he goes on how explain from his point of view how this is racism. Again, I disagree with that premise that, you know, because you want someone like you to win, that that's racism. But of course, you know, according to him, I can't be racist. We'll get to that in a second here. Because as a POC, I, obviously, I can't be racist, apparently, which is news to me because I could be if I want to be. Again, go back to the definition of racism. Racism is the prejudice, discrimination, or antagonism directed against someone on a different race based on the belief that one's own race is superior. So right there, I could be racist. But of course, he goes on and his... Again, I have no will will towards the guy. I, I, everything I've interacted with him, I have no negative preconceived notion of him or anything like that. I've interacted with him online, and it's been a good interaction. So, again, I, I don't think he's coming from a place of malice. But he, he then goes on, and he has a little bit of confusing things here going on in the next couple paragraphs. So he goes on and says, Maybe you're the mindset that doesn't this mean that reverse racism is a thing? Doesn't this apply to racism from a minority community to a majority community? Yes. Yes, it does. Let's go back to your definition of racism you use right up here again. Prejudice, discrimination, antagonism directed against someone's different race based on one's belief that one race is superior. Okay. Then he goes on, doesn't this apply to racism from a minority community to majority community? Yes, it does. Don't black people want our black people to come out on top? Yes. And it, it's good for your community. You know, it, you know, if I see a, a Hispanic person doing well, great. I, I, I'm, I, that's good that, you know, my heritage is that. I'm going to be happy with that. That doesn't mean that I can't be happy when I see a black person doing well, white person doing well, an Asian person doing well, a ginger doing well. I'm just as happy for all that. But there is kind of that little racial pride when you see someone of your own community doing well. You're like, yeah, sweet, we made it. 
that's awesome, you know? And then he goes on, and this where it starts to just break down. Is reverse racism a thing impossible? So, and here's his argument. So why isn't reverse racism a thing? Because in order to experience discrimination and prejudice, the person who experiences it has to be a minority within the culture. No. Again, go back to your own definition of racism earlier on, and you see that it says <laughs> it's based on prejudice, discrimination, antagonism directed against someone of a different race based on belief that one's own race is superior. I keep coming back to this because there's a flaw in this argument that he's presenting that reverse racism can't be a thing because a minority person is having it. So me as a POC, half Mexican, half white, cannot be racist towards a pure white person because of the fact that I am oppressed. And I'll get to that in a second. So he goes on. Imagine with me that racism and reverse racism can be measured using a standard scale. Weight. There are more people by definition of majority, and so they weigh more. So in other words, they're saying since there's more white people, okay, you know, the scale's gonna tip down in on the white people side. Minorities by definition are the smaller community, thus weighing less. Okay. The heavier can only crush the lighter, not the other way around. Nowhere in the definition previous to here did we talk about racism in the terms of the ability to oppress. Racism, pure definition, I keep going back to this because it is important. The prejudice, discrimination, antagonism directed against someone of a different race based on belief that one's race is superior. Not that because you're white, you're offered special things. In fact, I think this whole notion of white guilt has gone way too far and needs to just be excised from our communities. But let's continue on here. But the terms majority and minority don't only apply to population size. There are historic, there's a historical element to it that has given the white community an economic and political majority. Okay, so. That's given us the advantage of having leadership positions within the culture. Okay, so. This too can be considered in terms of weight. No. <laughs> Crushing is an apt word to use because isn't that what racism does? It presses down and burns the backs of those under. And here is where I go into a rant. And you will hear more of this rant on a Wednesday episode coming up uh, in March, the first week of March. <laughs> as a person of color, as someone who is half Hispanic, as someone who has had the minority tag attached to me. I am sick and tired of having to second guess myself every time I do something at work and I get praise. Am I getting that praise solely because of the fact that I am someone of POC, that they see that they have to lift up because I have been downtrodden, because Obviously, I can't do something for myself and I can't do it right. And the standard by which they praise me must be lower than so that way I could feel as equally good as they can. And it's this white guilt, white privilege. No, I don't even want to call it white privilege. This white knighting. Let's call it that. Where they come in, they think, 
I have this white privilege. I have this, uh, the superiority because I'm white. So therefore, I must use my privilege to elevate and save all you poor POC people. I'm sorry, that's racist. Because that's what that's saying is that you are superior because of who you are. And therefore, you must use your superior superiority to save someone who is not like you exactly. And I'm tired of it. I'm tired of going into review and wondering, am I getting a good review only because of the fact that they can check off that they have a half Mexican on their staff and that because of that, he has to perform well. I know people personally who refuse to promote people like their projects that they're working on because the person that is working on it is white. But yet you bring up a lower quality project by someone who is of a POC, half Mexican, like me. And all of a sudden they have to promote it as the best thing in the world because these people are apparently underrepresented, underrepresented and don't have as good a skill set as their white counterparts. So therefore we must promote this to bring diversity and inclusion and rescue these poor people these poor, poor Mexicans. I'm sick of it. Let me work and earn my accolades, my positions, my promotions, my whatever, based on what I do. Don't look at me and say, oh, this guy, he, he has, you know, half his genetic is Mexican. So therefore, we must promote him. No, you don't. You don't like what I do. You don't promote it. Simple as that. This is not a case where you go around and say, you get a pass. Because you just happen to have a little more melanin in your skin than other people. More melanin in my skin doesn't change anything. Let me earn my own way. Don't make me have to second guess every single little accomplishment I get because I have a little more melanin in my skin. You do that. You are taking us back before the civil rights era. Because what you're doing is you are still trying to control the narrative. You are trying to control how successful I am. Because you're saying I can only be successful if you promote me. Instead, be, as Martin Luther said, be colorblind on these things. I'm paraphrasing, obviously. Let your actions speak more than your skin color. Let your actions speak more than anything else. You don't have to have a unique name. You don't have to dye your skin white. You just have to be you. And you have to let your own abilities stand out. And I'll admit, fully, as a means of kind of trolling these people that I know that hate white people so much, even though they're white, that they will only promote people of color for various things. I have taken full advantage of that 
almost to prove a point to say, look how ridiculous this is. If I was a white person, you would ignore me. But because I have just a Mexican in me, you know, I'd like to wear a sombrero and hit a pinata and eat tacos and tamales. All of a sudden, the same thing gets promoted. People will point at articles and that saying, well, people with ethnic last names don't even get a first interview. No, but baloney. Maybe this was true back, you know, many years ago. I am not denying that America comes from a point of racism, that we had a racist issue in the past. We had slavery. We had segregation. I am not saying that's an issue. In fact, we've gone so far on this whole thing with racism and segregation that now you're having students create multicultural centers, stand up in the middle of the multicultural center and say, there's too many white people. You need to get out. And that makes me sick. Because what they're doing is they're creating segregation of their own free will. They're not trying to promote themselves. They are not trying to stand out and stand on their own merit. They're standing on how much melanin is in my skin. And that makes my life difficult. Because then, like I said, I have to second guess every single little stupid thing that comes my way. And I'm tired of it. Last thing with this article. I, I just want to bring this up because if, if you read the article and feel free, don't, don't hate the guy. Please do not. I, I think he's willing to learn and on some things. But anyways, so this last little part where he talks about, uh, Fred Smith and FedEx and how his son is going to take it over and he attributes this to racism. That's actually nepotism where nepotism is where you're favoring family and friends and loved ones over other people, regardless of the qualifications. That's not racism. So the fact that he tries to intermix nepotism with racism, I think is a very dishonest thing. And then he tries to tie it in with sexism, homophobia, because people are male and heterosexual. Again, you're trying to intermix all these all these issues that are not intermixed like that. I'm sorry, they're not. And he concludes, he says, what can I do about my own racism? Let me tell you what I did. He started rooting for the black guy, even though he didn't like the black guy necessarily. He doesn't indicate which person he liked more uh, if he's followed them boxing matches or not. He's like, well, I just had to do it because that's a corrective action. And it's a great start to signal out and stop my own racism. This article is problematic because it spells out the concept that white people, and I say this jokingly, okay, that white people have to come and rescue us POCs. And I hate the phrase POC because guess what? I'm not a POC. I'm a person. I have Mexican roots. I have, that doesn't make me any more special than anyone else. 
So you know what? Joseph, thank you for trying to say, you know, hey, I got to analyze my own racism. But honestly, and I wrote a response to him down below. Doing this is honestly worse than anything I have seen recently. Because the fact that it tries to put the onus on people who have less melanin in their skin than I do to rescue people like me who have more melanin in my skin. And that they have to be my biggest champion and I will only succeed if they are my champion. And that's not true. And I never want that to be true. I want when I'm accepted to speak at a conference to know that I was accepted on my merit, on my skill set, on my ability, and not that you were just needing to click a box saying, we have someone of Mexican descent, so therefore we have our Mexican quota for this conference. The only way we're going to get past racism is if we have honest conversations and we do not try to have all this guilt, so much guilt that we say we have to fix everything for all the people. Admit it. Yes. We have a racist past as America. Yes. I'm, I have no problem saying that. But where we're at now is a lot better. And it needs to continue going in the way it is where people are based on their merit and not on the color of their skin.